And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me at uh, Bob McDonald on Twitter. And joining me, of course, is Jimmy Lemke. Hello, everybody. Jimmy Lemke, Jimmy, of course, is on uh, on Twitter at PantherU, and you can follow the uh, podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon Round T and RT. And uh, Jimmy, wow, it seems like it's been a while since both of us have been on together. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I think it's been like like about a month or so. I think so too. I, I do. I, I do believe so. Yeah. So, but but we're back. We're back together. Yes, we are. And and good timing too, because in a couple of weeks we will not be together because our teams suck. Well, we won't be at the Horizon League tournament. That's for sure. Uh, we absolutely will not be at the Horizon League tournament because uh, Cleveland State was officially. Uh, was officially uh, eliminated from the Horizon League tournament, and by virtue of losing to IUPUI, so too is Milwaukee, mostly because yeah. everybody else owns a, at least one or two tiebreakers on Milwaukee, so they could win out in this. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So. Well, I mean, well, we're, we have three games left, and we have to pick up three games, so yeah, it's not, it's, it's not happening. No, it is absolutely huh. not happening. So uh, Matt Dudek, Carrick Jones, uh, get ready, guys. <laughs> Yeah, say, we're is... definitely not going to have a you know Milwaukee Cleveland State oh, ho- no. hosting the no. Horizon League roundtable right before eight teams that aren't Milwaukee or Cleveland, Cleveland State yeah. or the well actually it'll it. probably be well well I'm, what I'm thinking is it'll probably be like after the first round games happen because the first round games happen I think on the eighth and then yep. so Tuesday. and they can sit there and complain about whether or not their teams won or not in the first round and you know whatever or they can just you know it's Carrick and Matt they can just sit sit there for 45 minutes and snipe at each other it'll be entertaining <laughs> just, you know so best. <laughs> yeah, well have fun uh, with that guys um I, I i actually did want to talk a little bit about uh what you said last week uh, last episode about Northern Kentucky but we'll get into that a little bit later mostly because of the fact that Northern Kentucky right state is 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 at the top of the Horizon League standings. They are at the top of the Horizon League standings, and they made a statement this week. They basically crushed both Cleveland State and Youngstown State. I mean, it just yeah, it was it was not pretty for either of those teams going into the Nutter Center. They it's a, uh, a statement. You guys suck just like we thought you did. Yes. Meanwhile, Northern Kentucky had uh, had. Uh, struggled against Youngstown State and Youngstown State lost uh, Darius Quisenberry in that game so I can't even imagine what would have happened if he had stayed healthy and then Cleveland State I don't know where this Cleveland State team it shows up occasionally but it didn't show up in the entire month of January so I don't know where this team came from I would be more than happy to have this team come back a little bit more uh, next year but uh, Cleveland State went into the BB&T Arena where Northern Kentucky has not lost in about a year, I want to say. They haven't lost in a year, and they Cleveland State won pretty handily. We call them trap games. I mean, yes. we've all called them trap games. And, and they certainly play, fell into that trap. <laughs> you, play, you play a team you expect to win, you don't, you know, you screw up, and you yeah. end up losing it. So, I mean, yeah, it's he, just, it happens. It, and usually it happens at the tournament. Yeah, usually it happens at the tournament. Yeah, so... I mean, like, well, yeah, get it out of the way now. You don't want to have this sort of thing happen in Detroit, because you know. But um, yeah. So, in fact, I would say that Northern Kentucky losing to Cleveland State bodes well for them in the Horizon League tournament, because that means they did get their disappointment out of the way, and now they will not take any game for granted from here on out. Well, you could have also Kentucky said that. Well, you could have also said that when they uh, played Wright State.
State and lost. So, um, you know. Yeah, but but I don't think Wright State beating them was. Uh, I don't think Wright State snuck up on them. No, you know, Cleveland State well, snuck up on them. Wright Cleveland State, State was, sneaks up on everybody because Cleveland Northern, State has been was completely horrendous for a month for an entire month and a half. Yeah, and I'm just saying, all Northern of a sudden they just magically reappeared out of nowhere. Northern Kentucky looks at them as exact rivals. They yeah. are, you know, it, and they are. Cool, so they gotta you know get you know take them on. And Wright State was just a better team. Yeah, and Wright State so, continues to be the better team too. Uh, well, I mean, it's a, I it's, a so. it's a program that, you know, the, through coaching changes through everything, they, they they support they support the program and they you know they ha- they have players that will always put together wins for them, you know. Yeah, Loud and Love is a classic right state player. He is. He absolutely is. You know, they've got those guys. Yeah. And it's interesting because they still have that uh, I mean, I looked at their starting lineup, and they got all of these seniors. They've got Vess, they've got Ernst Housen, they got Hughes, and then you have this uh, this kind of underlying core that's kind of been the production for them in Love and Cole Gentry and Billy Wampler coming off the bench. So it's interesting that they have that kind of dynamic, and it's worked out really well for them to this point in the season. I mean, honestly, you know, when whenever I mean the the when they started the conference, you know, they were kind of blah, and now they've won. I want to say eight out of the last nine out of the last ten in conference play. I I want to yeah. say so. Yeah, they North strong I mean, in the conference tournament. Yeah, I mean, but, while and while and they're they, doing when that, they win North, it, though, you know, when they win the conference, you know, regular season championship, it's going to be. It's going to be real hard for teams to go into the Nutter Center and win a conference champion. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Uh, you're, you're thinking of an older format that we don't do anymore. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was under the impression that Horizon League was still interested in sending the best teams to the tournament. Oh, That's yeah. Sorry. Uh, I thought that uh, we're, sorry. I thought that we're money. Or anything so, like that, no. So, and Detroit get home tournaments for three years, and next year it goes to IUPUI because they basically win the genetic lottery of being you know, in Indianapolis. They're, they're basically the 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 railroad tycoon heiresses in that <laughs> oh our daddy horizon league, you know, this is our town, so we tournament now. Uh, we, fucking <laughs> we, right, or or they're the, they're the, they're the Hilton family of the of, of the Horizon League. They're, they're they're Paris Hilton. Congratulations, you're Paris Hilton. I hope you get check STDs. Oh ouch. Yikes. Okay, I wouldn't have gone that far. Ugh. Okay. Thank, uh, thank you for that. Um, I mean, if you if you told me that I had Ui Pui, I'd be going to the best TD clinic on on uh, North on, on, on Brady Street in Milwaukee to get myself checked out because uh, I don't want have, I don't want to have the Ui Pui. Uh, we, I mean, considering how our teams have done this year, are we really in that much of a position to be? Oh yeah, I guess we are. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Middle, we know, we recognize our teams suck. Whatever. Uh, yeah, screw it. Life is. Care. We know. At least none of our teams threw shoes. We're fine. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Okay. And and speaking of IUPUI, as we are, I mean, we're talking about it. it you know, IUPUI turns around, and I still don't get this. I mean, they beat they beat Milwaukee on Thursday, effectively eliminating you know the Panthers from the tournament. But for reasons that escape me, it's I'm not sure where they're at right now. So I mean, they they are kind of a middling team, and they're kind of and I don't know. It just seems to me that they're kind of 
I, I don't know. So, And I don't know if they're... But it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. They get to host the tournament, so whatever. Next year and the two years afterwards. Um, which brings me, actually, to the tournament. This is actually... Because you talked about a couple of things and a couple of things um, about the tournament format, about pretty much everything that's gone on. And I, I know I've talked about it previously, but I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that... Uh, transpired in the week, obviously I wasn't on, that you were yeah. there. And, uh, one of them is, uh, one of them was the Dennis Felton thing. I think he's talking out of his ass on that one. Maybe. I would, I would, I would hope so. Well, see, here's <laughs> the thing though. The only person who would have been able to tell him about the format doesn't work there anymore. Well, I, I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> Seriously. Um, I mean, I get he's pissed off that no, he's not going to be in the tournament you know, was, this month. I was I was breaking news on a on a blog as a guy who just you know knows people and talks to people. Yeah. For years, so obviously their news can get around. The Horizon League has is basically like the Swiss cheese of conferences. It yeah. leaks everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem believing that Dennis Felton heard about it, and and I also have no problem believing that Dennis Felton brought it up for a reason because. He for a reason because he's pissed off that his team's not going to be in it. As he should be. Uh, I know he should be, but he also, at the same time, you don't go 0-8 to start the conference schedule. You don't do that. That's not a decision. That is, they that have... Is do better. That, you said it in a previous episode. Do better. Yeah, do better. Exactly. So, so. At, the, at the same time, it's not what college basketball should be about. It's not what college basketball is. Everybody should still have a shot. Well, truth be told, I mean, he, you know, it, as you mentioned last week, you know, it, this was this decision was more about maximizing your profit, uh, maximizing your money, your revenues. So technically, it kind of is all what college basketball is all about anymore. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't see, I, I, I really don't see the Horizon, I can't see the Horizon League going to a four-team tournament format without getting some major, major pushback. I mean, I, I can't see it. I mean, I get, I understand the problem with, I understand the problem with your, your one seeds get, you know, up So that, so that preemptively, yeah. everybody looks at John LaCrone and says, you're a fucking idiot, you know, politely. You're a fucking idiot. You should not be allowed to do this. And then he shuts up and doesn't do it. You know, nobody's nobody really thinks that that was going to happen, but no. Dennis Felton, sure. I am sure Dennis Felton, being a smart man as he is, mm. brought it up so that True. he could preemptively stop it from happening. Which, to to my point, I applaud Dennis Felton, and I think that he has earned himself a lifetime spot of the, among the echelon of great Horizon League coaches, whether or not he wins. Like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. I really, I really I wouldn't go really that far, but sh- Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I I, I wouldn't go that far. Just, let 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 let's see what he does next year and hope that he doesn't have another 20 loss season. But yeah, let's go with that. Um, yeah, I, I get the I I get the frustration. I mean, that's but I and honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm not. It's that the second part is what I think. Not so much the Dennis Felton thing. I really thought that the Ken Badoff comments and the letter. I thought that did way more in terms of an impact than what Dennis well, Felton said. Mostly it did. And I'm not. I'm not lying when I say that this no. is going to be. You know. The, you know. Marked down that day. It's. It's the. It's the day that the nor- that Northern Kentucky realized that the Horizon League, the the grass was not greener here. Well. You know. The Atlantic Sun. Get, don't get me wrong. The Atlantic Sun is not some great conference or anything. 
and, and, I just, it, and it's probably not a better fit for uh, Northern Kentucky anyways. Yeah. But now Northern Kentucky, as a program, as it grows, as it gets stronger, and as its fan base does not fall apart, like they, they're, they're sustaining it even through not making the NCAA tournament or you know not being the number one team in the conference. They're sustaining the growth, which is something that Wright State also did. Wright uh-huh. State has been able to average more fans than everybody else. And, and- and they've done that for they've done that for decades too, which is amazing. Right, it's it's the benefit of being in a market where there's only one other dog. All they have is U U U D there. Yeah. So they've got that benefit mm-hmm. that the rest of us kind of have to fight through. But that's that, you know that, that's okay. Wright State does it perfectly fine. Oh yeah. It's just that it, it, they have the advantage. And Wright State, of course, has some obviously been, other existential able, issues that uh, I, we don't need to get into. Um, been able to keep up, and they've yeah. been able to do well, and that and that's good for them. Northern, but Wright State, I, I feel like Northern Wright, Wright State is in this spot where they know that maybe the pastures may seem greener somewhere else, but that they fit here. Yeah. And I think in Kentucky, ha- having the sustained success, but not having the tradition of being with us and not having the ties yeah. to a couple of the schools, like a lot of the conference, I think that you know Northern Kentucky will start to actively look for a lifeboat out of this conference. Well, sure. And I'll always, I'll always be a fan of Northern Kentucky. I was a fan of Northern Kentucky when they were making the transition. Um, when I would speak with, uh, you know, the ch- Chancellor Lovell at our school and a couple of the other presidents and chancellors when we were looking for schools, uh, when they were lo- when they were looking for schools and I was trying to figure out who the next team was, you know, they were all very high on Northern Kentucky before they were in the Horizon League and obviously everybody's high on them now. And Northern Kentucky's, if, if, if Ken Buttoff is not taking an honest look at, at a conference membership for Northern Kentucky, then he He's not doing his job. Yeah. And one thing that we have known about Ken Buttoff yes. for as long as he's been an AD in his conference, which is which includes, longer, yeah. longer than everybody else. Yes, right? because he was uh, because he was at Green Bay prior to this. He was Green Bay. And one thing we know about him is that he always does his job. Yeah. Ken Buttoff is an excellent athletic director. And be, by being an excellent AD, you know he's looking. Yep. At the Atlantic now, here's 10. what I was thinking, too. And I don't know if I, this, I, this I, is – I, I, I was thinking about this, but this, this looking into this, and yeah. I, I, I am really kind of. I'm not. I'm not only looking at them, but I'm actually looking at some of these other potential schools out there that may be looking for new homes as well. Um, I'm talking about the. I'm still talking about the Atlantic Sun right now. Um, where Northern Kentucky was and Lipscomb is right now. Lipscomb was finally getting their program together. It looks like. I'm beginning to wonder, and I don't know if this is—I don't know if this turns into a. This is this is, would be viewed as a more of a lateral move, or maybe a slight step up. But remember, the Ohio Valley Conference has Murray State and Belmont in it right now. You add in a Lipscomb and a Northern Kentucky, I—that looks like a, that. I mean, they were—they're a solid conference with Belmont and Murray State in there already. Can you uh, can you imagine what that what would what that conference would look like with a Northern Kentucky in it? Um, or is this, I, or I, is that or again, like, is that something? I would like to point out that Wright State is in the Ohio River Valley. This is true. The problem with Wright State is I don't think Wright State. Oh, they've got, they've got the. 
connections with Young Sonic, yeah. but we've also seen schools. And I realize I literally just brought it up that they're that they've got the stronger connection in the tradition of being sure. here. But you know who else had strong a strong connection of and tradition of being here? Loyola and Butler. Yeah, that's true. So and, and before them, Dayton and LaSalle and Evansville. <laughs> look where all of them went. Um, where all of them went. They all went to either the A10 or the Missouri Valley. Basically, all of them went so, either to the A10 or the Missouri Valley. Honestly, I think the I think the Atlantic 10 has an opportunity. Uh, I mean, they they have the ability to kind of sit back and watch programs. Yeah. Chill. Uh, sure. And I don't maybe maybe they're maybe they're happy with their membership and that's it. But uh, I I don't think that the I don't think that the A10 would easily look to pass on, you know, adding a Northern Kentucky in the future if Northern Kentucky continues its sustained growth. It's feasible. Um, I, I know that I know that Northern Kentucky, because of the moves that the Horizon League makes, yeah, and may, maybe they would be looking to move on anyways. But you're gi- you're giving them you're giving you're giving them the car keys to get in the car and, and drive away. Yeah, you know they don't have to search for them. <laughs> You know, Ken Buttoff has no no reason to want to you know do any favors for John Lacrone. No, of course not. And John Lacrone, you know, maybe he knows this is true and he doesn't care because he knows he can just go and get whatever school that's you know he knows that oh Southern Indiana is talking about going to Division One we can go we can go get them or oh maybe there's a school that thinks they can do better than the Atlantic Sun and you know North enough yeah maybe we'll go get them or maybe we can you know get maybe Robert Morris will come play basketball with us even though they you know they've sucked for the last several years because they can't keep their players you know they, they know you know john lacro knows he can always get membership and but honestly with the change yeah. in this format and if it's permanent is that really tr- would that be really be true anymore hey come to the horizon league we know we come to the horizon league where there's an off chance you your basketball team may not even make the conference tournament i mean i don't know what the ideal was behind that i really think though that if you are at a, if you're at a point where you're being selective as hell about your own tournament, that is going to turn off literally everybody. Whether or not that's going to turn off everybody else in terms of in terms of wanting even to come here. Selves cash. They're saving themselves money. That's what that's what it's about. And by the way, that's another reason you don't do a destination tournament, you jack wagons. You have it <laughs> because the top seed will handle all most of the hosting yes. costs for the conference tournament. Oh my god, what a what a novel idea. A novel idea that somehow which I know, wouldn't be surprised if John Lacron, like in March of twenty fourteen, is sitting in a hotel in Green Bay and he's like, Yeah, we gotta stop this. Like <laughs> just the comfort of some conference tools is more important than the success of the basketball product. That is every reason. You know, he says, well, we're going to, we're not going to go add a team unless they have a baseball program. And then they go add Ui Pui, which it doesn't have, have a baseball, baseball program. They say, we're not going to go hunting for a tur- a team. You know, we're not going to go hunting for a new tournament place. If it, if it's also the home arena of, you know, a, one of our, one of our teams. And then they go to the farmer's Coliseum. It's all of about comfort. It's all about saving cash. It's all about John LaCrone and the Horizon League office. It's all about them. They are the constituents that they give a shit about. They don't give a that's fuck. A hell of a, that's incidentally a hell of a legacy to leave, by the way. That's, that's, that's don't, outstanding. They don't care about Bob McDonald or Jimmy Lemke. They don't care about no. Chad Cadotal or Carrick, you know, Carrick Jones. They don't care about any of those people. No, they don't. That spend, you know, they don't and they don't care about, they don't care about Drew McDonald. They don't care about John Brannon. They don't care about Ken Buttoff. They don't care because they got to get them, they got to put themselves
themselves in a sweet spot where they can stay in their own homes and their own beds and they don't have to spend the money on hotel rooms for the conference. It's about it's about money. It's about saving money. It's about saving money as much as it's about legacy shopping. And it is about legacy shopping. The well, change yeah, well, that's stuff. John well, McCrow- see, and there John you go. And, and exactly that's exactly what did happen. Yeah, he, they may he may be legacy shopping, but it sounds like he ended up a uh, he bought a lemon, really. <laughs> John John McCrone, I know at some point what we say in this podcast gets to your ears. So let me just say this directly to you. Quit legacy shopping. Please please and, quit. And admit that I'm right, and I'm not the only one. There are plenty of fans around the conference that told you the destination conference tournament was a stupid idea from the start, and we were all right, and Olympia was paying you off, and I yep. get that, but give it up. You were wrong, and now you're not getting paid off, so stop screwing around, and don't make us all go to Indianapolis to go play in Ui Pui's home gym, just because it makes it easier for you. If you really want to do what's best for this conference, you know exactly what to do. You need to bring back the original format that you created, Dang. that you brought in in four. You brought that tournament format in, and you know what? It was genius, and it got you the legacy, and all you've been doing since is trying to harpoon it. But, and, and uh, that's the, and, yeah. All you've been doing is trying to harpoon it. You can, you can, you can point at adding Northern Kentucky and Valparaiso and Oakland all you want, and I agree that those were all great additions, but as I said last week, a trained monkey could have looked at those teams and gotten them in. And yes. a, tra- a trained monkey, when they got turned down by Valparaiso, wouldn't have said, oh, let's go get this team that finished second in the Midcon once and see that, well, they're probably going to be a good ad because Youngstown State has been nothing but trash for this conference ever, ever, ever since they were added. This was a conference that two years before her Youngstown State came in got three of its eight members in the NCAA tournament. And guess what? That hasn't happened since. Nope. <laughs> and and it probably it, never will happen. It's because that, of you. Yeah. These programs all have, these programs all have potential. Yes. Right State. Cleveland State has potential. Yes. As a program. It does. It absolutely does. Well, yes. Why do you think I get pissed off all the time? Because I see the potential and they never realize it until obviously, you know, lately and like, well, great. And what the, you know, and I think I said this mo- multiple times. Okay, great. Now you're winning games when it doesn't matter. You basically wasted my November through January. Thanks. Appreciate it. And, uh, the potential is there and that's what frustrates me. The potential is there, but they mess the bed. The same and, thing I'm, is true with, and the same thing is true with literally the same thing is true with literally every other school in this conference right now and I will and I will include and I do, I will absolutely include Youngstown State in that right now because Youngstown State for for the for as many decades as they've been in feudal has been an anchor to this an anchor to this this conference I see in the last month and a half I think they might have finally got it together yeah, I think they finally got the built the foundation if they, if they where they're not completely last, a train wreck they win that last conference game they're going to be 500. They might as well hang up a fucking banner for that. 500 in the horizon. That is what, and by the way, that is one game, that would be one game away from the most wins they've gotten in the conference. I think that was, oh god, that was so long ago. I think it was 2007. I think it was the last time that they, that's how long ago. Mistake, and you know what? John Lacrone is the the. If you look up in a in a definition of idiom, if you look at a, a dictionary of like you know idioms, and you you find out dying dying on a hill, John Lacrone is the guy who will, he will die on a hill. Oh yeah, I've known that. Oh, I've known that for twenty years. Of course he will, because he doesn't want to be wrong. I've had he wants to. He doesn't want to be wrong. And I've 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 had Horizon League people like in the past, you know, try and argue with me about you know Youngstown, the benefits of Youngstown State. Shit, it's okay. Like guys, like I get it. You know, Great. 
Star- I was, you know, I've never Steph been in Star- this. Star- was getting a paycheck from the Horizon League. Bill Potter is getting a paycheck from the Horizon League. These people were getting, you know, these guys were, they are doing their job. They are trying to yeah, sell something that's unsellable. John LaCrone is not Brian Dennehy and Tommy Boy. He could not sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady in white gloves. And Youngstown State is a ketchup popsicle that's been dipped in shit. <laughs> And you're trying to sell it to a lady in white gloves. It's it's just it, it doesn't it's not going to happen or it it, does, it never has happened. Uh, but thankfully for Youngstown State, yes, you know good uh, you know the good thing the good news for Youngstown State fans out there is that you know the commissioner and the conference leadership and, and let's not let, let the executive council off the hook here. The chancellors oh. and presidents have been apathetic toward their athletic programs for the most part in this conference, and that has led to these problems. But thankfully for Youngstown State. They are so far down on the list of problems that this conference has. Yes, so true. I'm I've I've been at the point where I just really I really just don't want to be in the conference anymore. I really don't. Uh, the Summit League may be a worse conference, but I'm uh, if if Green Bay came to us and said you want to go to the the Summit League, I would have to take a long time to think about it before saying no. I would I would definitely <laughs> stay in the Horizon League, but at the same time, like this conference needs to be this conference needs to be like purged of its uh and purge purge is such a terrible word because it has such bad connotations by being connected to you know bad movies and bad you know political genocide and all this stuff but like the, the conference needs a purge of of what ails it so again and honestly the, i don't and, and if you you saying that i'm not entirely convinced cleveland state shouldn't be involved in that shouldn't be a, one of the downs because being ugh, i mean well, i don't purge I, I mean, i'm not purge shitty schools. record everybody, notwithstanding nobody cares there everybody's conference fits this conference just about you know, Unless, uh, unless Detroit figures out how to get into the Mayak or something, like everybody, everybody belongs in this conference. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Milwaukee is a is a better athletics program. It deserves to be in the Missouri Valley Conference. We have done everything in our power to put the kibosh on our our ability to get into a different conference. Yeah. John LeCron helped that with Andy Geiger, but like you know, made the, it worse. It's still, it's still our fault. But does, yeah, it's still your fault because it wasn't you know Andy Andy Geiger notwithstanding, you ended up with what you ended up and. and and, to, and again, you know, we're at least, you know, <clears throat> I mean, and Cleveland State is in, uh, in, you know, I mean, look at their situation. And by the way, I, I can, I have no doubt that John Perry ended up at Cleveland State and basically spent five years, no wait, even longer than that. I think he spent seven years here doing absolutely nothing well, you gotta other than balancing the books. And I can't be convinced that that wasn't John LaCroix, doesn't have John LaCroix's handwriting all over it. Because Ronald Berkman, who was the coach of, who was the, not the coach, was the president of Cleveland State. He knew nothing about freaking athletics. I mean, he was at, when he was at Florida International, he, he when Isaiah Thomas was the coach, he, he introduced him as Isaiah Thompson. That's how much I know he, how much I think he knows about athletics. And they follow that up with a guy, they follow that up with a guy, Mike Thomas, who was so awesome, he basically did the same thing as John Perry did and then magically disappeared after a year and a half. <clears throat> magically well, disappeared. And there's, it's... There's some stuff obviously with the Cleveland with Cleveland State's athletics program obviously oh, I don't doubt it at all the swimming program and we know you oh, guys just lost a yeah. couple of state ADs and yeah like um some, I'm not getting into that I, I I'm not gonna it. get into that because there there that is a whole other just, funky situation that I don't think any of you want to we just have to go as far as to say that there is something going on oh there we is oh there absolutely is yeah what so, it is and but see the other that's the other thing too and this is and 
the new president, Harlan Sands, at Cleveland State, he knows what's up, and he's done fucking around with these guys. That's I love why, That is why Mike Thomas isn't here anymore. That's why he brought in Mike Alden to take a look at everything and say, okay, here's what needs to get fixed. Here's what needs to get... Here's how you write this ship. And I hope I'm absolutely... I, I, I want to be right about this because I got burnt like toast with Mike Thomas. I am hoping... I am praying to God that Harlan Sands is... The new president of Cleveland State is actually in a... In of the mindset that he understands that athletics is a core component of uh, a core component of what they of kind of their community outreach and what and they he's need tired to of what screwing they want around to. with whatever tired ass shit he's been doing that's been going on in this school for the last ten years. Yeah, so need to be able to convince him. So really, at each of our schools, if you really want to get your yeah. athletic programs going, your basketball programs going, the first mm-hmm. person that needs to be on board for you is your chancellor or your president, yes. whatever you uh-huh. your chief executive is you can get that person on board so and and incidentally this is why i'm and this is probably and and again going to youngstown state this is probably this is probably why it's a good thing that jim trestle is the president of youngstown state right now absolutely it is absolutely i mean he's into it too i mean i know the 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 the, i mean he's he's involved i mean dude is like conducting the freaking pep band and stuff you know on uh, on game at games i mean who, who who else does that I mean, there's a guy who gets it, and and theoretically, because obviously the last guy didn't. Uh, theoretically, because because he's rooted in athletics himself, he's Jim Trestle. He's the guy yeah. who made Youngstown State football what it was. He's <clears> the guy <throat> who made Ohio put. Uh, he's the guy who brought a national championship back to Ohio State. So he gets it. He understands it, and and hopefully in their case, and it's I really do think so. In their case, they will get to a point where they're not the uh, they're not the big gigantic mistake. Stake that John LaCroix made back in 2001. And so, I would love that, but it really I think is. that's, I think they're on their way. I really do. And I think Dressel might be about, a little bit about getting him, getting him on board with, hey, your basketball program is where you're going to get national recognition. Exactly. Nobody, nobody watches one double A ball as much as I love the NCAA yeah. tournament in college football. Nobody yeah. watches. So if you really want to get national recognition for your university and you mm-hmm. want people to like see your, your university for what you see it to be, you should yep. probably start investing in your basketball program. Of course, yeah. Then again, they do spend money in recruiting and stuff. Sure. So you know they're they're doing I mean, it. And, and, and Trestle and remember, Trestle was Trestle was at Ohio State when they had to do when they had to do a kind of kind of had to revamp everything because they oh. you know during the Randy Ayers era it wasn't so great. You know Jim O'Brien they had some issues. Um, so he kind of understood, but at the bottom, but he also was, he also saw the impact when that team was good, when Ohio State was making it back to the, uh, in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I think they had to give one away because I think they had a, I think they had some NCAA violations. They had to give that one away, but, right. um, but still he understood and he continues to understand that. And, and I think we, I, I, I'd like to think that we have, if, and it goes back to, you know, that executive council full of folks. And it's like, yeah, you guys have to get that. There needs to, <laughs> there needs to be more Jim Trussells. Yes. I know that'll, uh, I, I know that'll appease all the, uh, all the, uh, bas- all the Horizon League fans that also happen to be Ohio State fans. So, I mean, but, you know, what, what, but it's true. But it's absolutely true. And take advantage of it, turn people into Youngstown State fans and Ohio State fans separate, second. But you, you just, you have to get people into the, absolutely. You have to get people to care. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And, and I think uh, that's what you. And I think that's what. And, and at least in the case of a young sound state, it's starting to finally pay dividends because now they're finally. It looks like they finally have gotten to the point where they have a solid foundation to move forward. And again, not be that anchor that they've been for a decade for two decades. They they have that opportunity. I wish more schools would do that. I see that a lot more schools are doing that. Oh, and I hope. And it is my hope that next year that this whole idea of this stupid tournament format just finally goes by the wayside and then we start thinking back to what worked in this conference yes it, 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 it there has to be some soul searching and if there isn't any soul searching i'm with you as you declared last week maybe it's time for maybe it's time for lacrone to ha- finally hang it up well i don't i don't think there's anything in the world that uh, barring him bringing back the format and saying forget the farmers coliseum idea yeah barring that i i don't think there's anything that could convince me that he shouldn't retire it's been a good run man you've been at, and you've, honestly, been at the, you've been at the uh, you've been at the top of the head on the helm of the horizon league for the last 27 years it's been a good run get your gold watch you know happy this, trails this is this is what i'll say mm-hmm. um make that your make that make that your legacy understanding that what you used what you did first was best yeah bring it back absolutely and, and then ride off into the sunset and be done exactly and then Do your that. your legacy in your legacy will be what what that was was that you understood what what worked best for you and you kept it alive as opposed to you know you, you brought it back to life as opposed to you know just yeah as opposed to just, trying to save a buck just threw it up and being the guy that just didn't know when to quit yeah i mean that that's that's your legacy now you've completely screwed it up because yeah. you feel like you have to keep evolving you have to keep changing you have to keep this constant you revolution don't do going. that that's so stupid though you know sometimes change isn't always good yes sometimes change isn't always good stop trying to stop trying to chase it yes the conference has had a couple of in really other words, bad years. It, in other this words, year isn't gonna, this year isn't going to be any better. Don't fix what ain't broke. It wasn't broken. So no, stop trying. It wasn't. To fix it. He, but he, but in in the in recent years, and and again, it, it it also probably comes back to the whole entire thing with you know with with this this idea of this destination tournament thing that basically was kind of manufactured by Olympia saying hey here's some money we want to uh, here's here's some money we want to you know we want to test this tournament thing out so we can kind of uh, we can kind of use it as a uh, presentation to uh, sell ourselves to the Big Ten or whatever um, I mean nothing wrong with that but admit that that's what it was admit that's that you did it because somebody threw money at you and <laughs> somebody threw money at you and you don't say no to that you didn't want to say no to that now you're trying to chase something else and i don't know what it is i mean now you're just chasing okay we're we're in indianapolis now and we'll just stay home cool like okay well it had this actually been and don't get me wrong again had this happened before iupui had even showed up in this conference had they decided had they opted to be in indianapolis first hell i, I remember when they i would have loved that that would have been great they, now it they looks wanted to do the destination tournament we brought up specifically they were on this podcast we brought up yes. that we should con- that that why it wasn't farmers coliseum that was recently renovated why wasn't it considered yeah but well, well i think we know the answer to that is because again olympia was you know giving away cash so i mean right. so how, how do you say no to that right i wouldn't say no to that i don't begrudge them that i didn't you know i don't begrudge be- what they got i don't begrudge what olympia got out of the gets out of motor city madness and i'm right. not going to begrudge them the fact that they are probably going to net at least uh net at least one big 
Ten tournament, maybe some, you know, maybe an NCAA tournament, uh, regional tournament, or what, or or the Frozen Four, or whatever. That we know what they were doing, and that's fine. I mean, thanks for you know, and you know, thanks for letting us be a little Caesar's Arena, which is you know, a, a, is is a really great facility. Although, not no thank you for making us be at Joe Louis Arena, which was not. But I mean, we get the idea, and I don't understand, you know. But that that ship has sailed, and the fact that the ship has sailed, and I mean, let's be, and let's also be realistic about the fact that this tournament format only probably happened because of the fact that. You know, they could only get two days at, two days at Little Caesars Arena. And so rather than go with the previous format and instead of having the entire tournament at Little Caesars Arena, they decided, hey, we're going to put this all, you know, we'll put a couple of games at campus sites or whatever. They didn't want to do that. They said, okay, we're only going to have, we're only going to have three rounds. We're only going to have eight teams. First rounds at campus sites. And incidentally, that's not what happened. And remember too, that's also not what happened either. That's not what, that's not how the, 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 the format that worked. That's not how that happened. Yes, some of the first round, the first round games, I believe, were at campus sites, and then the rest of them were at the seat, the site of the first seat. And yeah. they didn't want to do that this year. So, and, and so, and we don't know what's going to happen next year. Is this? I mean, this format can't. This is not a sustainable format, and this is a format that is going to deter anybody from whoever wanted to come here. Money or no money, I don't care. I, that's a deterrent. I'm not going to. I'm not jumping into a tournament. I'm not going into a conference where my tournament is only taking eight teams. That's just not going to happen. But it's also going to make other teams in the conference that do have some mobility think about leaving, and that's just the bottom line. And we've seen it before, and we will see it again if they don't kind of write the ship and I don't know if they will tell you the truth yeah so <sighs> so that's kind of what so that's why kind of where we're at so we can we can kind of wrap up the show here and uh next week will probably be more of the same except we'll have a good idea of who exactly is going to be hosting those first round tournaments and well it's not going to be Cleveland and you know it's not going to be Cleveland State or Milwaukee that'll be fun um so um, alright, so that's gonna wrap it up for us. As always, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on sportshacks.com, hax.com. You can find our, uh, podcast, uh, wherever your favorite, uh, podcast app is. And Jimmy, I know you use Pocket Cast. I use TuneIn and Google Play. Um, and we're on iHeartRadio and Spotify, so I'm, I'm, and of course you can, Look at it. Find us on, uh, you know, on Alexa or, you know, Google Home or whatever. So, um, so that's going to do it. And thank you very much for listening. Take care, everybody.